A former Kiribati president, Anote Tong, says the saga involving the Kiribati government and the Australian-born judge, David Lamborn, has left the country with a dysfunctional judiciary. The government of Kiribati detained and attempted to forcefully deport Mr Lamborn last Thursday, but on Friday the nation's appeals court ordered for Mr Lamborn to be released and has stopped the government from deporting him pending a further hearing this week. Former leader Mr Tong says while the issue has political connotations, he warns the actions of the government border on contempt of court. He spoke to RNZ Pacific regional correspondent Kelvin Anthony. We don't have a judiciary which functions at the moment. And the uh, deportation order by the president is really in direct contravention to the decision by the court, which had upheld Mr. Lamborn's appeal to the high court. So whether the, the government is now in contempt of court is a question that really needs to be addressed. Kiribati's government is saying that uh, this is, uh, you know, uh, the actions of neo-colonial forces who are weaponizing the law enacted to protect Kiribati citizens. What is your reaction to that? I think basically what is happening is, you know, we have a constitution, we have the law, in place and we have a court. And the question is, are we adhering to these legal provisions, the constitution, and the separation of powers is, of course, one of the fundamental principles of uh, a democratic society and uh, system of government. And uh, now it looks like government is crossing that boundary and delving into the, the purview of the, uh, of the judiciary. And uh, so that is the question. I think going back to uh, if we have a problem with the colonial rule, okay, let's, let's amend it. But until we do that, I, I'm afraid we have to abide by the laws in place at the moment. Of course, I think one, one issue that would come up, and I think it, it would be logical to, to suggested is that much of what's going on as uh, as a basic political connotation with Mr. Lamborn's wife being the leader of the opposition. Previously, there was no problem. And uh, after the election in 2020, Mr. Lamborn's appointment began to be a problem. Now, the Australian government uh, has said that, uh, that the matter is, is for the Kiribati government to resolve. Uh, but uh, do you think uh, that uh, perhaps the Australian uh, government could be more firm or would they essentially, you know, feed into the historic that, you know, uh, it's, it's the neocolonialism? <laughs> you know, I, I think uh, the, I, I, I see the Australian government's role as simply taking an interest in its uh, citizens. What the government is doing is really a sovereign issue. And really the question is, uh, are, we, are we abiding by the laws that we have actually passed or are we not? And I think that is obviously an internal question. We would, of course, be subject to judgment from outside to ascertain whether we are still acting as a, a fully democratic government or is that, is that being compromised? That if this is the question that we will have to be judged on because we don't want to pretend to have a, uh, to be adhering to a, a democratic system, but at the same time, selectively pick the, the, the parts that we don't want to apply. I think uh, to be in direct conflict with the decision of the court uh, here, I think we know what that means. And so I think we need to address this. We need to sit down. And I think the government needs to sit down with Mr. Lamborn because I understand, I believe what happened was it wasn't intentional to appoint Mr. Lamborn for life as a judge. I believe it was a mistake, an administrative mistake past the um, contract with the president for signature, which did not have a commencement date and an expiry date. Now they're trying to rectify that by really overruling the court decision. You know, with anything in the region and particularly recently with uh, issues around the geopolitical tensions with, you know, with the U.S., China, and with uh, Kiribati, uh, you know, withdrawing from the Pacific Islands Forum, there's a lot of uh, regional conversations happening that it is all part of, you know, Kiribati's descent into, you know, siding more with the Chinese and 
less democratic ways to, to work out its internal issues. Should we keep seeing it from that lens or, or is there something more as you know, regional experts or regional commentators would like to say? You know, it's political. There is no question about it because it's just become an issue when the wife of Mr. Lambon became uh, leader of the opposition. Okay. Oh, well, the, again, uh, should that be the determining factor? I don't believe so. Does this give an excuse for government to ignore a court decision? I don't believe so. And so until we, we amend our laws and constitution to recognize that uh, separation of powers is fundamental to our uh, democratic system of government, then it must apply. Until we do that, everything else that's being done will become illegal. Uh, does the government want to be illegal, whether it's a sovereign issue or not? Because some, the question is, are they legal decisions or are they not?